Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Lord, we love you today. We praise you today. We thank you today. We appreciate this opportunity. Uh, God, to be in your presence. God, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our shortcomings. Have your way in this space. This is your space, God. We just come here uh, to meet you. This is your space, God. We just come here to um, be touched by you. This is your space, God. We come in here to be loved by you. Lord, do only you can. God, speak clear, clearly today. Speak boldly today. Speak powerfully, powerfully today. And God, through your Holy Spirit, let us be obedient uh, to the instructions that you give us today, Lord. And when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all of the glory, give your name all of the honor, give your name all of the praise. It's in the powerful and undisputed name of Jesus. We pray that the people of God say amen, amen, amen. Listen, family, this morning, I'm so excited excited to present to Psalm and uh, introduce to, to others a, a blessing to the body of Christ. Uh, one of my uh, another sisters in ministry, um, she has been serving um, the Lord at um, uh, Chosen City Church. Uh, as of late, she's new to the game, but we served. We've been serving in, in ministry a long time uh, together, and I'm just grateful for her her call. I'm grateful for her her life, and I'm grateful for her service. So now I uh, present to Psalm and uh, introduce to others the one and only uh, Minister uh, Sherry Knotts. Y'all know how we do. Let's make some noise for our sisters and brothers when we come in. Make everybody feel loved. Let's let these comments flow. Facebook, shut up some hearts. Uh, Zoom, send in some comments. YouTube, do your thing. Let's let, let's make the woman of God feel loved in this place. Minister Sherry, the floor is yours. Well, thank you so much, uh, Brother Pastor uh, Walter Lee Bowers. And thank you so much, Chosen City, and everyone else who will be joining us either now or later. So this morning, our scripture is going to be coming from Joshua, the sixth chapter, verses two through five and verse 20. And Jehovah said unto Joshua, see, I have given into thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all the men of war going about the city once. This shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. And the seventh day ye shall come past the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And it shall be that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the, the great, excuse me, when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall flat. And the people shall go up every man straight before him. And verse 20 says, when the trumpets sounded, the army shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the wall collapsed, so everyone charged in and they took the city. My brothers and my sisters, this morning's inspiration is coined following instructions. That's right. You heard it. Following instructions. And this is on the heels of yesterday when our great pastor reminded us that if we want to know something, it's right there in the word in James that we are to ask God. So if we ask in God, he's going to answer, right? And he's going to give some instructions. So it's our duty to follow those instructions. Joshua is now leading the people. You see, he was an aide to Moses. Joshua knew the importance of praying to God and asking for instruction. 
He also knew the importance of following whatever instruction God gives because he was the one to tell the people on behalf of Moses. Therefore, he had enough confidence to believe what God said. So unbelief was not a barrier for Joshua. And as a leader, one must believe the mission and have faith in the team to bring it to pass. In order to accomplish whatever goal, instructions have to be given and followed. This was not the time to question or belittle the leader. This was the time to fall in line and follow the leader. For history's sake, here on the brink of fresh out of the wilderness, this is the land we're going to overtake, stand the Israelites. Their first assignment was a major assignment. And man, did it look impossible. Jericho was this city that had walls that were wide and tall. And then there were more walls after the first set of walls on top of those walls. And each wall had its own thickness of about six feet. I mean, the citizens of Jericho did not have to worry about being overtaken. This city was deemed to be impenetrable by any means. We have to be careful what we put our security in because the walls of Jericho, they provided a false sense of security when it came to the promise of God. Yet God speaks and he gives a simple set of instructions that when followed, these walls would simply fall. The instructions did not include anointing, touching, praying over, praying with each other, forming a strategy or pleading the blood. No, it was to march around the city in silence. Joshua and the Israelites followed these simple instructions and the walls fell down and they took the city. The only portion of the wall that did not fall was at the home of Rahab, which was a promise fulfilled. When we face our challenges, usually depending on the size of the challenge, we think the solution will be some grand set of instructions. Often the answer is so simple, it doesn't make sense in the natural. Because how is our march around this city for seven days in silence going to just give us the city? Well, from the beginning, God told them, I have given you this land. And scripture tells us that we fight from victory. This was a powerful lesson in listening to God and following his instructions. It saves us the daunting task of figuring it out for ourselves. Years ago, and I've, I've given this example before, I noticed that my paychecks were not adding up as I had projected them to upon taking this new job. I'd run my hiring rate times 40 hours times two and still came up short on payday Friday. So I asked God to show me what the matter was as we we're encouraged to do in the book of James. I went on to bed and in the middle of the night, the Lord woke me up and he simply said, check your withholdings. I said, okay, and I went on back to sleep fast. But as we tend to do, the next day at work, I got busy until God spoke firm and loud. I said, check your withholdings. I stopped in my tracks and did just what he said, only to discover that human resources never received my paperwork with my tax withholdings, even though my boss faxed it over and had the fax confirmation. See, we had done what we were supposed to do, but for some reason it was lost in translation. That simple set of instructions set my math equal to my paycheck. 
Now, because we subscribe to, we are invested in, we believe that the word of God is infallible and we believe God can do all things, then we understand that, first of all, when we hear his instructions, we can be sure that he meant what he said. And yesterday, we learned that if we need a little understanding, if we need a little clarity, that we can ask and God will give it to us. Well, see, just this morning or last night, I couldn't find this inspirational teaching that I labored over. God spoke when I asked him, and it didn't make sense that I would have it saved where it was. But guess what? It was right where God said it was. See, I knew to trust him. I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has asked God for instructions, and he spoke, and as it was, it was just as it would be, right? As he said it would be. And we also know that when he's, when God speaks, it will work out for our good. That's still scripture. I'm still in the Bible. So when we follow instructions, we get God kind of results. It was important that Joshua not only hear precisely from God, but that he would repeat what he heard accurately. Joshua couldn't put his spin on God's instructions. No, he had to tell it the way it was told to him. As Pastor Walt has said, I can't get it wrong this time. It was such a time for Joshua. God knew he could trust Joshua because Joshua had been the mouthpiece all along. Remember, uh, Moses was the chosen one. That's correct. But it was Joshua who spoke on his behalf. Now, remember, the instructions were for six days to walk around the city of Jericho in silence. And then on the seventh day to walk around the city seven times in silence and wait for the sound of the certain trumpet, then sound, then shout together and the walls were falling. And I'm saying trumpet, but it was the ram's horn. Do you know how much faith you have to have to follow those instructions? Huh? I mean, this is the first city, the first battle the people of Israel were trusted with after crossing the Jordan. And as my daddy says, really? Now, come on now. Most of the time you have a few get ready battles, but this was the get ready battle. You want to know why? Somebody say, why, why, why? All right, since you asked. Because it required their absolute obedience and adherence to the instructions of the only one who could fulfill what he said. Our Lord, right? God had kept them. He had provided for them. He had delivered them. And now he was trusting them. In other words, he was showing them what they could, what they could do should they trust in him. See, it's not that the citizens of Jericho were unaware of the Israelites marching around the city. No, uh, they knew because, you see, in the walls, there were skilled men of war who could see uh, they were the ones who watched over the city. And they were the ones who would warn the king and the citizens of a possible attack. So they saw them. And don't you know that before the Israelites approached the wall, if they wanted to, the, Jericho, the men of Jericho could have launched an attack. But see, look at the protection of God as they were going to do what he said he was going to do. Now, Jericho had not had to worry about being attacked before because, see, no one was bold enough to try such a thing. That's like Craig fighting Debo on Friday. It was never heard of until it was done. In the words of Nelson Mandela, everything seems impossible until it's done. So there's several sermons here, and I'm trying to stay focused. Uh, we have got to rely on the instructions God has given us. Just as we rely on the seats we sit on to hold us up, our faith has got to be that strong. I'll tell you another story about following instructions. 
when I was in high school, me and my high school sweetheart, we were going to bake a cake for his dad's birthday. We were so excited. You know, we uh, his parents gave us the kitchen and we were so proud of that $1.12 Duncan Hines box cake. We just couldn't keep still. So we mixed up the ingredients and put it in the oven. But when we took it out, it looked kind of funny. Um, but we couldn't, you know, we didn't think much of it at first. So when we cut into the cake, we noticed something wasn't quite right, but we couldn't tell what it was. So we kept whispering to ourselves, you know, what we didn't do. You know, we, we went and got the box out the trash. You know, did we put the eggs in it? Did we put the right amount of eggs in it? Yeah, we did that. Did we put the oil in it? Uh, yeah. Water. What, did, did we put the water in it? And we looked at each other and blamed each other for not putting the water in. But, you know, it's done now, right? The cake is baked. So the uncut cake, looked almost like it should have, it smelled like it should have, but when we cut into the cake, it was crumbly. And that's the danger of not following instructions. You may get a lookalike or a counterfeit, but it will not be the right thing. The consistency of that thing will not stand muster. That is the difference in doing what we are supposed to do versus doing what we do, right? So. There's some valuable lessons that we can learn from this particular passage of scripture. Uh, one very important passage of scripture that, uh, excuse me, promise from this particular passage that I didn't really elaborate on is keep the promises that you make. See, Rahab, even though she's a, a key figure in this story, a lot of people don't spend time on her, but we have to keep the promises we make. And the reason why I say that is because Rahab hid the spies. Do you remember when they went to spy out the land, they, uh, they got word that the spies, you know, those men came to her house. And the, so the king, you know, sent for her and said, Hey, where are those men? And then she lied. And she said, I, you know, they, they, they went on. I, I don't know where they are, you know, pretty much, but she had hid them in her home. And before they left, before um, they left her home, before she let them go, she asked, she said, you know, I know y'all are of God. I know this is a God thing. And the only thing I ask is when you come and do what you're going to do, remember me, remember me. They gave her a simple set of instructions. Now she had a request, right? Um, but then they gave her a simple set of instructions. They told her to get your family, get your family and have them in your home. So Rahab now had a responsibility. She had to go, she had to follow those instructions, right? She had to go and get her family and have them to come to her home. And, you know, can you imagine the fact that she just had to tell, I just want y'all to come to my home, you know, because you know how we do. Why, why we got to come over there? Why we have to, no, we ain't coming over there. You a prostitute, we ain't coming over But they came to her home. So there was some obedience there too. And because she was obedient with what they said, when the walls fell, and, and that's important. Now, I just described to you how the walls were in that city. When the walls fell, and I, I keep having to say this and I hope somebody gets it, the walls fell, right? But where Rahab's house was, which was inside that outer wall, didn't fall. She was protected because she did what God, she protected God's people. So you have to be careful how you treat a child of God. And I say this and it's not a threat. I don't say this to try to make anybody uh, scared or anything like that. But you have to be careful how you treat a child of God. And even though Rahab was a harlot, God still used her and he found her useful too. All right. The next lesson is we have to be careful of what we put our security in because that wall had been the security for Jericho, right? There was a false security in the wall. Even though it was believed to be impenetrable, it was proven to be the opposite. Our faith 
has to be built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. We have to be on the Lord's side, 10 toes down, as they say. Another point we get from this passage is this, is God speaking to me? We hear people saying, I don't know if this is God or me or any other voice. Okay, we get that. That's valid. Well, our pastor has been telling us, if it's a God idea, it cannot fail. Now, sure, there's going to be some tests, some trials, some stress, some straining. That's the process. No, no, uh, no pain, no gain. But even in that, God will guide. He will give you insight. He will place his provision on your vision. He will put his super to your natural. And though it will require some sweat, things will pan out. You see, others will be scratching their heads, but you'll have it all together, right? You'll get it. And you'll come out head and shoulders above the rest. God's voice will line up with his word. It won't only sound like his word, it will be his word. You may have said, uh, I've never heard a voice. That's fine. I, I have, you know, and that's, you know, that's fine. You may not hear a voice, but you'll have a knowing, right? And, and how about this? How about this? You may not have a knowing, you may not hear a voice, but you'll get an unrest. I don't know how many times, you know, I have been unsettled about something. And really when God has, is, is either trying to tell me something or he has told me something and I haven't done it his way, or I put it off and put it off and put it said, well, you know, you didn't mean that for me. Uh, but he will not stop because God's will is ultimate. And he has a protection and a plan for his people, for his children, his chosen ones that he loves. It's not to hurt you. It's to help you. Now, it may not feel good, but it's going to work out for you good. And have you ever seen the movie Evan Almighty? Where Steve uh, Carell, he ignores the calling to build an ark. But everywhere he turns are confirmations of what he has been called to do. So who is God speaking to today? <clears throat> and lastly... We can trust that if God has called you to it, he didn't make a mistake. You see, originally it wasn't Joshua who was called, it was Moses. There is something about the redemption of God. I haven't read where there was blood on Joshua's hands and, you know, but there was blood on Moses's hands, yet God called him. You know, Moses made every excuse. I'm short. I stutter. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. But don't you know, God knows who he called. He knows what he put in you. He knows what you did, what you said. He knows your tendencies, or as they say now, your proclivities. He knows all those things. Yet he chose you for that task. Yet he chose you to parent those kids. Yet he chose you to pastor that church. Yet he chose you to be there when that accident happened. Yet he chose you to be the person to pray. Yet he chose you to be on that difficult job in the midst of those challenging people. Yet he chose you for such a time as this. God doesn't waste instructions because he doesn't waste victories. He constantly guides us to a place or places of victory because of his love for us and because his word stands. So whatever your Jericho is, God is able to bring down the walls with simple instructions. He intends for us to win because we belong to him. And God is a winner. He said that, you know, he created us in his image, right? We are his reflection. We are his light. We are his hands, his feet, his representatives. C.C. Winer sings a song, he's never lost a battle. And I know that he never will. These are simple instructions from our Lord. Thank you, my brothers and my sisters.
Hey, thank you so much, Minister um, Minister Sherry. Come on, Sherry. Come on, family. This is she was certainly in spiritual alignment uh, before I um, had a chance to ask her as the Lord instructed me. I felt I felt like coming off of uh, talking about de decisions, right? That we needed to uh, to go a little bit further, and now God is saying that. Uh, in order to make these decisions to follow his instructions. So what a word, aren't y'all, aren't y'all blessed by that? It's and sometimes these instructions as we heard are not going to be um, um, extravagant. It's just going to be simple. And so somebody today, I pray that you just walk around your wall. Um, um, if, if that makes sense to you. And I, and I thank God for, for this word y'all it's, it's prayer time. Let's close out with prayer. Minister Sherry, I'm going to ask you to close us out with prayer and just pray, um, as the Lord leads you, but certainly pray, um, and, uh, that we can follow God's instructions today. Y'all, we don't have to do that tomorrow. That's one thing we can do today is follow his instructions. So if you close us out with prayer, thank you family. Hey, um, uh, God bless you, Minister Sherry, um, close us out with prayer, please. Our Father and our God, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your name. We come together this morning announcing, professing that you are the lifter of our head, that you are aware of every burden, you are aware of every care, you are aware of every sin, you are aware of every offense, you are aware of where we are in faith, you are aware of where we are in situation. God, you know it all. You are able to do that which is exceeding and abundantly above all we ask or think. So God, our prayer requests are on the line. Our thoughts, what we put our hands to God is on the line. And we thank you for hearing this prayer. Thank you for the faith to believe that you're able, even though some things have yet to come to pass. Father, we lift up every request on this line, every heart, Every person that may be driving, every person that may be just getting up, every person that will see this and hear this later on. God, we have some needs. We have some wants. We got healing that we're standing in the need of. We have financial breakthroughs, financial guidance. We have instructions. We have just a pure guidance, Lord. We have somebody that's changing their life for the better. We have somebody that's new to you. But God, all of those things, we know that you're able to work through. You're able to Continue to keep us on your wheel, Lord, and remove the things that don't look like you. You're able, God, to bring a radical change unto us immediately. So, God, we trust you now. We believe you now for the things, Lord, that we have, some of us been asking for years. Some of us have just asked. Whatever it is, God, we ask you to move because we're bold enough to ask you for it. We come asking forgiveness of, of our sins, God. We come, Lord, asking that you would help us to be better today. We come, Lord, asking that you would help us to sharply, precisely, and accurately hear what it is that you're saying and adhere to your instructions. Lord, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We come together and we proclaim that our what is done, our needs are met, God, and our paths are brighter because we've asked you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, and we give you glory. Amen and amen. Amen, family. God bless and have an amazing day. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 10:15 services. 
We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.